All right, guys, welcome to the first official episode of Food Fitness Family with myself and Thriving Lives Fitness. Marcus, how are you doing today? Doing awesome, man. It's a, it's a Saturday. Oh, man, it's a great day. Uh, beautiful, too. Well, let's, uh, you know, a little bit in this uh, podcast, you know, as, as the name entails, we're going to cover all things Food Fitness Family. Uh, Marcus and I, those are like our big three pillars that we truly believe in. Uh, three things that are very important to us. So we thought we would be fitting to name the podcast that. Um, so let's kind of get started, man. How, how's your last week been? How your last seven days? Last week has been solid. A uh, little, little bit of stress um, just from work. Um, we kind of spoke about this uh, earlier today, actually. Just, you know, I, I'm also an elementary school PE teacher um, on top of my coaching business as well. So just really long days um, this past week. So that's been kind of weighing on me a little heavier. But after talking to my wife about it and talking to you about it, you know, I kind of worked through that. But good, though. Uh, business is going great. I think I added three new clients this week, a couple paid in fulls for the next six months. So that was good. Nice. Um, Do you love and also hate paid in fulls at the same time? Yeah, I love the recurring. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I love the commitment when a client is yeah. like ready, like they understand that this is a long term game and not a short term yep. one. No, 100%. So I always like that. Um, I usually get a pretty good response from those clients as well. But um, no, that's all good. Training's going good. Uh, reverse dieting. Um, you know, we, we did my first or my show two weeks ago. And then ever since then, we've been reverse dieting and weight is staying really steady, about a pound up, I think, from stage weight. I'm looking like I'm holding a little bit of water, but obviously with a couple of cheats here and there, that's that's to be expected. Yeah, you look um, full as hell, man. Like you look massive. Appreciate it. Everything else feels great, but that little bit of water weight goes straight to my lower belly. And every yeah. time I'm like, oh, I looked my best two weeks ago. And then it's just tough. You know that yeah, it's, it's mentally hard. Yeah, yeah, it is. But no, aside from that, all good stuff. You got a, a date night plan tonight with uh, my wife, Nicole. But uh, how about yourself, brother? How was your last? Uh, yeah, man, you know, kind of right there with you. It's been, it's been pretty stressful. Uh, I mean, most of you guys know some of you who don't, I also own a gym with my wife. Um, and this week we switched over to new software systems. So new lock, uh, new everything. It's, it's very user-friendly. Um, but with more technology comes more problems, you know, um, unfortunately, uh, our credit card companies are not looking to be switching over data like they were supposed to be. Uh, so we're looking to have to recollect 435 people's payment information. Um, so just trying to play damage control, you know, with that. Um, other than that, though, man, you know, I signed up one client, scheduled another consultation, um, had a good week with the clients I had. And then, uh, you know, I'm on the opposite end of you. I'm, uh, I'm coming down for my show in two weeks. Um, so mentally uh, and physically struggling a little bit. You know, I already got an hour of cardio down today. I got to go knock out another hour here probably after this uh and just go from there man and finish finish the week strong and then as you know you're coming over we got a uh, about six to eight people coming over tomorrow for the game and just gonna hang out uh bro out and then while the girls eat charcuterie and wine and you know we sit there and eat chicken and rice so yeah yeah that's that's that normal lunch meal i think i've had that same meal for a decade now yeah it's just easy man it's uh so easy so easy. it's I was, I, I like having consistency, you know what I mean? It, it gives me a peace of mind. So definitely. Yeah, th this is probably my first chiefs game watching it with somebody cheering for the other team. Directly. Really? Oh yeah. Besides oh, my man. buddy, John, who who's a big Raiders fan, but aside from that though, yeah, I tend, I tend to stay only with chiefs fans or by myself for chiefs games. It makes it more fun because you have someone to directly talk shit to Yes. whether it's good yes. or bad, but I don't, I don't expect a lot. 
uh, you know, the Colts have not given me much hope this year. So, but you know what? Uh, it, it's happened before. So yeah, you know, it definitely has. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm confident in the chiefs, but they can, they can do whatever. Yeah. I, I was at the game in 2019 when we beat you guys with Jacoby Brissett and people are like, we're going to beat your ass. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah you are. I'm just Probably. here to have a good time. Yeah. yeah and then we course. won. So cool. Yeah. So this first, you know, episode, we kind of just want to get into, uh, you know, what brought Marcus and I to fitness, uh, why we developed a passion for it and, uh, you know, kind of what our clientele base is and, and what we do now. So, I'll, uh, yeah. Marcus, let you go first, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of start back from, I'll briefly go through childhood really quick and just why, uh, fitness is such a big deal to me. So, you know, my dad, uh, inbred it into me of just being in the gym, uh, since I was an infant carrying me there in, in a stroller and a little carrier, um, so I was in daycare as soon as I was old enough to kind of be sitting out on the workout floor, kind of like your son, Max does, um, just getting to see him train or, you know, him play pickup basketball and stuff like that. So just going to the gym was just always a natural part of what we did. Um, and then as soon as I was able to start training myself, um, probably, you know, 13 years old or so I would go and generally just do some upper body stuff. Arms was always easy. Um, but yeah, so that always had me into the gym. And then really it wasn't until high school I started taking things a little more serious. Um, one of the biggest turning points actually in terms of at least food wise, because I was always undersized. I'm still undersized. I'm five, six. I just competed at like 158 or so. I came in high school at like 115, 120 pounds. Probably like Were you, five. That? Were you that small? Dude, I was small and I was probably five, four. And I was really waiting for one of those big growth spurts. Bro. I, it, it, I never had a growth spurt in my entire life. It was all always gradual, gradual, gradual. Like nobody noticed it. I was just a little bit taller, essentially. I, but, I think I weighed 130 pounds in sixth grade. Did you really? Actually, actually, I know I did because I wrestled 135. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I, I don't think I hit that probably until, I don't know, sophomore year of high school. But no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, starting working out in high school and then really it wasn't until people started noticing Cause then I started eating a little bit more food on top of my training was getting stronger. And then once people started noticing it and giving me compliments, um, that just fueled my fire with it. And I mean, there's never a bad time to look good and feel good. So yeah. that was pretty much when I did that, you know, I played high school baseball, played college baseball. So at first it was the, you know, the strength to, to, to get better at baseball and just get stronger mm -hmm. with that. But then, especially once I got into college, I knew that my shelf life in baseball, you know, had a limit. I was only going to be able to play for a couple of years. Um, so I really started taking the bodybuilding approach a lot more serious. And I knew that post-baseball, I needed something to be competitive and something to be focused on. Um, and I also didn't really know what I wanted to do for a career either. Coming out, of, I, I played a junior college baseball. And after a couple of knee surgeries, I actually did my very first physique competition in 2015, nine months after my uh, ACL surgery, oh, wow. um, which, which is turnaround. it was. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I wanted to do classic physique or bodybuilding. Um, I just like that kind of posing a lot more. But obviously, you know, nine months removed from ACL surgery, my quads were non-existent, essentially. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I did that first show. And then that really was was kind of opened the doors up to, to kind of what led me here. Um, yeah. How about yourself? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, completely, completely different route. Um, I was just always fat as a kid and like, I wasn't like morbidly obese, but like I, I had plenty of extra weight on me. Um, I didn't start working out till high school. Um, I asked, I think I remember asking my parents for a weight bench when I was in middle school and I like used it like once a month. It was just sat in my garage. Uh, it was a little too 
convenient. You know what I mean? I, I like, I enjoy going to the gym. Uh, my grandfather would take me with him. Um, so I was always into like, I was really into wrestling, strong man. You know what I mean? I loved watching that type of stuff. And I always marveled at how big and muscular these guys were. I thought it was really cool. Um, and then, you know, high school, you, you play football, you're in, you're in weightlifting. Uh, and, and I went to high school in Florida and uh, we actually had powerlifting as a sport. Uh, and my high awesome. school was really good. My freshman and sophomore year, they won state. And then my junior and senior year, they won state. So I set a goal, you know, to, to make state. I wanted to qualify. Um, and I got into that, you know, I went all the way. My, I think I told my coach that my freshman year, I just met him and he like laughed at me because I think I benched like 110 pounds. And I was, I, oh man, at that time I had to be 210. You know what I mean? It was not a good look. Uh, ended up making state my senior year. I think I played somewhere in the top 10. Um, and then my buddy got me into bodybuilding afterwards. Um, and I just, I love the challenge. You know what I mean? I, I love feeling challenged. Um, but at the same time, I, I love the feeling of progression. I'm not someone that needs a lot of, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, validation. Uh, I kind of like being the underdog and I kind of like being counted out. And I think that's why I like Same. bodybuilding so much. Same, yeah. yeah. I think it's because like, I just don't have good genetics with it. So I think that's why I like it so much because it's because I'm forced to work so hard at it to even be somewhat decent. You know I, what I mean? I love going to look at your progress pictures over the years because, you know, like you said, you don't have the genetics for it just because you're so tall and that's so much muscle yeah. mass you have to add on to it. But, and obviously just being, you know, naturally a heavier set dude. Yeah. Um, so then to be able to combine those things and to see that, that transformation over the course of, you know, the past decade or so of you competing has been awesome to see, because I know that it's hard enough to compete, even if you have the genetics for it. Uh, whereas like me, you know, gaining two pounds of muscle, like when I gain two pounds of muscle, it's very, very noticeable. Yeah. Um, that two pounds is very compact. Whereas for you, that's spread out over a, a huge, massive body. And that's just, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, when I, when I think back, my first show was actually 2012, but I try not to count that one. Cause it was so God awful. I was like 190 pounds and probably still like 13% body fat. You know what I mean? You got to um, start somewhere just like this podcast. Yeah. So I kind of count my first one as like 2014. That's when I like was really taking things seriously. And I think I was like 180, 80 or 82 pounds. Uh, and right now I'm two weeks out eight years later and I'm two, I was two thirty one this morning. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, it hasn't been an easy journey, but it, it's, it's fun. And, and that's the thing, man, is I was talking about this morning. Like, I don't think I've had a single prep where I haven't hit two hours of cardio. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you got to dig deep when you to, do to get in shape. I have to like basically kill yeah. myself. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. and like you keep that in mind, I'm 230 pounds and, uh, I'm only eating like 1800 calories right now. I'm doing two hours of cardio a day. So, Yep. We, we got to kind of keep that in mind, you know what well, I'm saying? Well, and, so. and to show the comparison too, you know, two weeks or three or four weeks ago when I was a couple of weeks out, um, we were at 1750 ish calories for me and only doing maybe 30 minutes of cardio a day. And you were like 160. Uh, yeah. So it was I, one, I, I, one, yeah. So I weigh you by 70 pounds and we basically eat the same amount of food. Yep. And you're doing yeah. about four times the amount of cardio that I was doing as well. And really, <laughs> actually, really. Uh, about five times, honestly. The only reason why we even had to dig that deep on me was just because of the circumstances of when I started prep, which yeah. we, we can, we can reserve that for another time to kind of dive into that. Cause I think that was kind of a fun journey and a good challenge, but uh, yeah. So that, yeah, no, you take that I've been that prepping too. I think I've done like a 30 week prep and I've had a cheat meal since 
Memorial Day. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. been a while. So well, let's get journey. back, man. Um, you know, so you got into fitness, you know, you got into it afterwards. And then what, uh, how, how'd you get into coaching? You know, what, what led you down that hole? Well, one well, more thing, whole, to kinda, but you know what I mean? One more thing to add on to, you know, my why into why I even got into fitness in the first place. Cause I think this is, this should speak to some people. Cause I know that this was to me, um, just lacking that confidence, you know, being yeah. five, six, being one twenty from, you know, always just undersized. Um, nobody ever turns their heads. Like if, if I was six, two and I walk in a room, you notice that person, you yeah. know, if I was five, six and 200 pounds, you'd notice that person. Um, so that I was always just unnoticed in that way. Um, and then on top of that, I got a quiet, shy personality as well. So there was really nothing that was a big wow factor. And so I liked, I loved watching, you know, getting uh, bodybuilding magazines and watching, you know, bodybuilding videos mm -hmm. and stuff, because I loved those physiques. And I was like, when I walk in the room looking like that, that's going to turn some heads. My, my oh, height's yeah. never going to be there. I might not be able to put on 200 pounds, you know, of muscle mass, but I'm going to be able to turn some heads at some point. So that was kind of where it started for me. And again, once I get the validation of, of getting people to, to recognize that progress, uh, it just fueled my fire. But uh, in terms of what you just said, you know, how, how we got into coaching. So for me, um, what really stemmed it was uh, a couple of things. One, I had a buddy that lived across the street from me. He was one of my best friends growing up and he'd always struggle being heavier as well. This was, this was early college. This was probably like 2012. Um, I was just, I would always, you know, do research and just try to learn as much as I could just about, about bodybuilding because I knew I was going to eventually go into it. And so I found, you know, carb cycling and I was like, Hey, let me put together a diet plan for you um, and try this carb cycling approach. And the dude shredded up. He lost like 30 pounds over the course, of like three months and just looked great. Uh, so that was really awesome to be able to see. And that was just a fun one. I had no intention of ever actually doing that with people. And Talk then, about like the perfect first client that came oh, around. They just oh, dropped that quick. I was, yeah, I was like, like, wow, like, I'm great awesome. at this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was, and granted we were 19 years old at the time. Yeah, so like, yeah, of course his happen. body responded well. Uh, but no, so that was cool to see. But then really what it was, was uh, my first show in 2015, uh, which is the same time I started dating uh, Nicole, who's now my wife. Uh, I did that show. I won novice. I got second in open and in, in physique again to a taller guy with about 20 more pounds of muscle on him. Uh, so that was just the first little knock at it. But then that following year, Nicole and I did a photo shoot together and I had a bunch of people reaching out to me um, for coaching. And I was like, I'm not experienced enough. I've done one show. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with this stuff. And Nicole's like, just, just try it. Just, just do it or whatever. And I had no income at the time going to Northwest Missouri state. Um, I was just a student up there. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I could use some date money. She was working full time yeah. at the time back in Kansas city. I was like, I want to be able to pay for some dinners out every now and then. So yeah, I'll go ahead and start this. Um, and then it was quick, man. I did a couple of different old challenges, you know, eight week programs, stuff like that. And it really got the ball rolling. Um, and again, at that time I was like, Hey, this is, this is just this little side thing. I don't see this going very, very far. It's just fun to do while I'm in college and things continue to grow and grow. I got more and more clients, all referral based, just, you know, one client would have a good experience. I post about them. They would tell, tell their friends about it. And then my business grew like that. And so flash forward to now, I've also been teaching uh, full-time for about five years post-college um, and running my business on top of that and just growing that as much as I can. Um, and then over the years, I've just continued to add on to my own education um, you know, um, us linking up, I've learned a lot from you as well. Um, you know, working with other coaches as well for my own bodybuilding shows, learning different approaches, 
taking different courses and certifications. And so it's really allowed me to expand who I'm able to help because, you know, four years ago, before I got a lot of the extensive education, I would, I would get stuck with certain clients and not know oh, where yeah. to go with them. Um, you know, because a, a lot of the time and people still think this, you know, it's all calories in versus calories out. It's all, Hey, eat less, train more. Eat and you're going to lose weight. More. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then it's that's that what way. we've all been kind of taught that. And that's just like the, the general idea of it. And yeah, the perfect body, perfect metabolism, no, no stress issues, no hormone yeah. issues. Yeah. That's going to work. Maybe like 75% of clients and the other 25 are like, Ooh, yeah. And, <laughs> you and, got to work and, cut out for us here. And really I would say much more, you know, a higher, a higher percentage of that now that, that I'm training, yeah. you know, when, when I first started, it was a lot of the calories and risk calories out type clients It would work for them. Uh, but now I'm dealing with more and more advanced cases and, and, and clients that we've got to look at a lot, a lot of the different, different aspects of their health and their sure. lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but yeah. How about you though? How'd you get into coaching? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I, um, I'm trying to think back, dude. I just, I started competing. I, I was training and then, uh, I had a couple of friends that, you know, wanted to work out with me. Um, and then I had this girl, Tina, who, she just asked me to prep her. And I was like, I had no business prepping you. Like, I had no idea what I'm doing. She was like, no, no, no. I believe in you. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I'll do it for free then. Uh, and I prepped her and she ended up placing like second, I think a bikini, um, which I mean, it's not like she had a ton of weight to lose. So it's not like I transformed someone, you know what I mean? Um, and then my sister at the time was like 275, 280. Uh, and she was going to be put on blood pressure medication. So she asked me for help. So I, you know, I wrote her a diet and back then I'm, I was super bro. So you're basically eating like chicken, rice and broccoli for five meals, maybe having like eggs and oats in the morning. You know yep. what I mean? And yep. Yep. I, I, I mean, at one point I put her on like an hour of like cardio where it was like the, the two minutes fast, three minutes calm on the stairs, like just destroyed her. Like yeah. I, honestly, we're, I'm really lucky that like she didn't develop a lot of issues. Yeah um or just then, hate hate dieting hate fitness in general yeah hate dieting and fitness fast forward she's now the manager of our gym works for me full-time uh you know but you know slowly people started wanting more help so i would help and uh, you know my coach at the time um, i really looked up to him and he's still one of my best friends i would ask him every question imaginable mm -hmm. you made a change why mm -hmm. add this why yep like just learning just at yeah. I just learned, I just soaked up everything I could. And, you know, he, uh, he saw a lot of me and him. Um, so he, he was more than obliged. You know what I mean? I would question things, uh, not to say he didn't know what he was doing, but I wanted to know why and what the reasoning was. Mm -hmm. Um, and I slowly started reading a little bit. I'm just not, I'm an awful reader, man. I just, I should do it more. I just can't set myself down to do it. Um, and then I just slowly started taking more and more clients. I, I was, uh, managing restaurants. I got really tired of it. Uh, and I just started dating Tatiana at the time, my now wife, and she talked me into quitting and pursuing fitness. So we did, uh, you know, we moved cross country from Florida to Kansas city. Um, and I was getting my certs and then I, I just got a job at a box gym training. That's where we met. Yep. Um, and was it, was it, was kinda... it golds at the time or was it world? No, it, it was world. Yeah. Was yeah, world. yeah. Cool. I think I've been worlds for a couple of years at that point. Cool. Um, and I, that's how I learned how to sell. That's how I learned how to help people. Um, I picked up a reputation for being like the bodybuilding person, even though I didn't look good, you know what I mean? But, uh, I was able to help a lot of people, you know, those yeah. who can't do coach. So, uh, <laughs> and, and I love it, you know? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you've also had to, to, to learn by just kind of being tossed in the fire. Like we already said, you know, with your genetics not being primed for bodybuilding and bodybuilding being such a hard sport, even to somebody who's got the perfect genetics. So you've had to learn, you know, much, much harder approaches, yeah. um, which then also probably in, improves your, your empathy towards other clients and be able to help them out um, with all of their issues. Yeah, sometimes I, I could be more empathetic. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, uh, I was going to say, I guess it could go the opposite direction. So you're like, do you yeah, understand what yeah. I got to do? Yeah. And, and so with certain yeah. people, I'm like that. Now, if it's like a yeah. severe case, I'm nowhere yeah. near like that. But, of course, yeah. you know, I am extremely resilient. I refuse to lose. And that's kind of ironic because I've basically lost every show I've ever competed in. But what I mean by that is I've lost. I've only ever beaten someone to win a class one time. Hmm. Any other time I've won a class, I've been the only person. <laughs> or I've gotten like last place, you know what I mean? So I've gotten my ass beat for eight years and I'm still coming back for more. You know what I mean? I, I get thrown into a fire. I'm not going to lose. Like I'm going to come out and I'm going to win. And I think that's what I like about coaching is because it's hard and you, you have to be willing to like sacrifice and you have to be willing to put in the time because mm. no one's going to do it for you. And I, no, I think yeah. that's what drives me to it. Well, I, I think that's what I love about bodybuilding too, because uh, I mean, again, if you compare it to like baseball, you know, you can get called out strike three on a call. Yeah. That's a bad call. And that could change kind of the course of that day to an extent, uh, you know, you take a bad hop at shortstop and, and boom, there's an error and you just lost the game. Um, you know, all that stuff could happen. Obviously there's a lot of controllables in the sport, but I love bodybuilding because it comes down to what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. Same thing with coaching, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. You know, if you're not doing the, the, the extra education, if you're not working hard to provide the best value for your clients, they're not going to see the benefits. If you lose in a bodybuilding show and you're like, ah, I'm going to go train half-assed, you know, the rest of this year and yeah. not take my nutrition serious in the off season. Well, then I'm not going to put on any more muscle coming into that next show. No, uh, man. So, you know, I like it because it, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, you don't just show up a couple of days a week or a couple hours here or there. Like you got to put in the time. To, yeah. to really improve that physique um, or improve our businesses. Like, like, you know, we obviously work on. Well, I think that's why we, we mesh well is because at the end of the day, we will we'll always bet on ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to business or whatever, you'll take that risk because you're like, I'll make it work. Yeah. Cause, cause you almost back yourself into that corner to make, make yourself have no other choice, but to make it work. Yeah. That's very, very true. It's awesome so, that uh, our now wives are who really pushed us to kind of take that leap to starting our fitness yeah. uh, and health businesses. And uh, yeah. And, and there, and, you know, that's part of the reason why we, we, we named this what it is is because uh, you know, family is, is first and foremost for both of us. You've yeah. got, you've got a son uh, Max. He's five now. Yeah. He just turned five in June. He's massive. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see him in the gym uh, over the, over the years. Uh, but then, and then for myself, you know, it's just me and my, uh, my wife, Nicole, and then our dog boss, Rottweiler, but, uh, you know, hope, hope, hoping to have a kid the next year or two. Uh, so, you know, already kind of thinking that direction um, and just always finding that balance. I think that's one of the biggest things I strive for in life and try to, you know, help my clients achieve as well is just find a good balance between, between your wants and needs, you know, a good balance of, of work life, family life, social life, you know, traveling or staying home and just chilling. Um, you know, balance is, balance is very, very key. And it's very easy to get unbalanced. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to be good at something, you know, it's hard to be balanced. It you is. Know what I mean, especially bodybuilding because it is a 24 yep. seven sport. Um, so I think that, you know, us doing bodybuilding has really given us a discipline that 
other sports and just other areas of life, you can't really get that like you do with bodybuilding. And then it allows us to transfer it over and everywhere. Other Dude, a hundred percent. It's, it's taught me so much. And, uh, you know, I would say it's given me the life I have now, you know, with owning the gym and things like that and my coaching, but it helps me go through rough patches like financially or whatever it may have been in the past. Um, because you're already used to going without, you're used to suffering mm-hmm. physically. So yeah. when something happens in your life, you're just like, all right, well, we'll just keep rolling. Cause yeah. that's really all you can do. Adapt, be flexible and, you know, figure out plan B if you, if you need to, or just roll with the punches. For sure. For sure. Definitely. Well, I mean, so, you know, we're both bodybuilders, uh, but that's not necessarily the only people that we train. In fact, I train zero bodybuilders, zero competitors. I have done show preps before for people, but um, this is not my, not my forte. It's not something that number one, I don't feel educated enough to get somebody, you know, 5% body fat on stage, looking their absolute, you know, peeled best. I think part of that is too, is like, I know, like for, for you, you've had to go to two hours of cardio. You've yeah. had to deplete yourself of all carbs and fats and everything else to get show ready. Whereas I had never done that. So when I've done, you know, when I've done comp preps for people, you're I don't want to feel, you're I, feel I, awful. Giving yeah, someone an hour of cardio. I'm yeah. like, I'm killing this person. Like I never had to do that. So, you know, it, even though that might be what they need to get show ready, I never maybe even had the courage to tell them, Hey, go do this. Um, yeah. And that's also because I want to err on the side of caution, especially when we're dealing with this stuff. Um, you know, especially when it's uh, females in general as well with this stuff is that it, it, that's even a harder sport um, yeah, in, really in, a, in a lot of ways because uh, it's so hard mentally and physically and everything else and hormonally. Um, so I want to, you know, always keep that in check and I'd rather err on the side of caution with that. So, you know, part of that um, and just it was high stress for me to coach those people. Maybe it's because my lack of experience. Uh, but so now who, who my personal clients are that that I train um, is generally, you know, there's some outliers, of course, but it's the 35 to 55 year old person needing to make healthy lifestyle changes generally for their family. Um, You know, they want to improve their longevity, their quality of life. You know, it's somebody who maybe used to be in shape, but they've been out of shape for 10 years because life catches up, family catches up. You know, we get busy with work and we put ourselves and our health on the back burner for so many years. And then it's like, what the hell happened? Um, and so that's generally who I work with is, is that 35 to 55, 55 year old person who's just, you know, needing to make some lifestyle changes. Yeah, for sure, man. I, uh, you know, so I, I would say right now, my demographic is probably mainly 20 to 30 years old. Um, majority of them, I would say like 70% of people, they either do step on stage or they would like to step on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, may, and maybe they never will. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's important for, you know, I have people all the time. I want to do a show. Okay. Well, what's your diet? Like, Oh, I, I don't have a diet. Okay. Well, how about we start here? How about we go six months to a year of living the lifestyle? And then we decide that we want to do a show because, you know, competing is not for everyone. And, uh, I, I try to be real open and honest about that. I, I, I don't try to talk them out of it, but like, I try to tell them how it is. Be you real know what I mean? I, I like to be straight up with people and be real. Um, but with that, I would say probably the other 30% of my people are um, just your gen pop. They just want to look better. They want to lose weight. They want to gain that confidence back. And then also uh, functional health. So hormones, gut health. Uh, I, I get a ton of gut health cases, um, bloating, fatigue, adrenal issues. Um, people who are kind of just, they're at wit's end. And, and you know, they've been like four different people and they do their hit classes and they eat at 800 calories and they they're gaining weight. And, and I'm telling them, you know, it's, it's great to work with these people because 
you're telling them their struggles without them telling you and how they're feeling. And they're like lighting up, like, Oh my God, someone actually understands. Like, I think, I think this person can actually understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. You know, cause they've worked with a trainer at planet or, or, you know, any box gym. Um, and they're like, Oh, just, just go walk more. Just, just eat less. Yep. Um, yep. and it's, you know, like we talked, it's just, it's not that simple. Um, no, no, it's not. And, and I, I do, like I said, I coach a lot of competitors, but I, I love helping people get on stage, but I also love helping people regain their life back, mm-hmm. um, and gain their confidence that it, it's a toss up, man. I, I, I truly love both. And like, I yeah. get hype about both. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's amazing to see somebody's life change, like literally their life change. Yeah. And, and it's, I'm always so appreciative when people sign up in, in the first place, just because I get to be a part of their life journey yeah. with this stuff. And ideally I'm who helps kind of catalyst them in the right direction with it. Yep. Then I get to check in on them a year down the road or two years or five years down the road and see that not only are they still looking great and feeling great, but like their habits are all in check. And I know that yep. I'm, I help them get there and there's no better feeling than that. Um, and just seeing them go on and, and, and maintain that kind of lifestyle. That's always great. Yeah. I think, I think we both kind of have the same thoughts here where, you know, I tell people all the time, hiring a trainer is a lot like going to college. You, you don't go to college and pay the money not to learn anything. And if you're not learning from me, there's, there's an issue Yep, yep. because it's okay to ask questions. You know, I try to explain things the best I can. And, you know, sometimes I am short, um, with my response and it's nothing personal. Um, but you, you should be learning, actively learning new things. No. Oh, definitely. So, well, and, and, and like you said, when you're paying a coach, you're paying it to learn something. So yep. I, you know, I, I say that 20 different times on my, my consult calls is, you know, number one, you got to communicate with me. I got to know yeah. what's going on in your life. And I got to know if you're struggling on something, I don't need a one word reply to that. I need you to elaborate on it. Yeah. Um, I, it, this is a relationship. We're literally dating. Is. Exactly. I need you. I need you to be open and honest and tell me what exactly is happening. Communication is the foundation of any successful relationship whatsoever. And I, I yep. explicitly say that is that like, I, I need that from you. And if you can give me that, then we can overcome whatever it might take us a while to overcome something, but we can overcome it with that good communication, just yeah. like would a relationship. Uh, but you know, on top of that, um, ah, lost train of thought <laughs> that's going to happen a decent amount on this podcast. Yeah, especially. I had something else I wanted to say. My next six weeks, yeah, it'll happen to me. Uh, Yeah, you're gonna struggle a little bit mentally. I'm, I'm excited to see that you're gonna be the one losing your train of thought. Oh, dude, it happens all the time. I fell asleep in the car earlier. I fell asleep on the couch last night. Like, I'm just out of it. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Only, only a few more weeks. So, and then what's your, what's your next show after that? Uh, I go to OKC. uh, October 29th. So that's four weeks after this. Three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then I'm supposed to do all stars. Um, the week after this, I probably will. I say it's up in the air nine times out of 10. I'm going to do it. Uh, I just, because it's here in Kansas city, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's here in Kansas city, but you know, I also have like five people that jumped in it with me. The, the gym is sponsoring the show. So we're going to have a booth. You may as well, Uh, um, especially because it's only a week later. I, I might as well, you know what I mean? But like, if I'm real stressed out with work and yeah, you know what I mean? And I feel like I need to be the booth or attend to my clients. Then, mm-hmm. then I won't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I may, I may not even sign up to the show until re- registration yeah. uh, at weigh-ins. So yeah, the deadline, that makes sense. I'm excited to see you crush it the next few weeks leading into this first show. 
Yeah, yeah, I know it'll go good. So, um, well, man, I think that's you know about good for our first one. Yeah. Um, you know, where can people find you? You know, where can they hook uh, yeah. up you up on all your socials and stuff like that if they want to get a hold of you? Yeah. So, uh, Thriving Lives Fitness is where I'm most active at that in Facebook. Uh, so on Instagram, it's just Thriving Lives Fitness, just all one word. Um, and then Facebook, um, I've got a business page, Thrive Lines Fitness again. And then uh, my, my personal page is where I'm more active on versus the business page. And that's just Marcus Gates. Um, I've also got a Facebook community on there as well that I just recently used to be private. Now I open it up and that's where um, I share all of our Zoom calls that I do with all of my clients on Wednesday nights um, and pretty much any other information that just you know pertains to, to what it is we're doing, our, our, our lifestyle changes, stuff like that. Uh, so those two places in the, in the Facebook group, um, that's about it. I mean, I'm on TikTok and, and LinkedIn, but. Oh, you got a TikTok? I do have a TikTok. I generally just copy my Instagram reels and post okay. it on there. Not a huge fan of TikTok. I don't spend any time on there. And that probably hurts my videos when I actually do post on them. Yeah. I see a lot better response on Instagram because I'm on there a whole lot more. That's what's up. Yeah. So uh, you can you? find me. Yeah. Instagram is my main one. It's blank slate fitness underscore 91. Uh I don't want to say I'm very active on there. I need to be actually Marcus is, uh, has helped me a lot on my Instagram game. So I keep going. I just, I get caught up in the day and then I, yeah. I forget, uh, you know, our gym is at body shop gym and training. Um, anytime you have a question, anything like that, feel free to DM me. Uh, I, I try to help as many people as I can, whether it be blood work, mm-hmm. a macro question. I, I really don't care. Just let me know. Yeah. Um, and then if you are interested in setting up a free consultation, um, you know, I have a link in my bio, you can hit that and we'll go from there. Uh, I've got um, that too in my Instagram. So, well, all right, broski. And then uh, also, I mean, I know you just mentioned it, but just body shop gym, uh, Caleb, Caleb and Tatiana, his wife own body shop gym in Overland park. Um, I also train out of there as well, both myself, but also my clients yep. as well. We're both ta- uh, taking new clients, you know, in-person clients, if you're interested in that route too. Yeah. Uh, we're right off 69 103rd street 24 hours so it really is a one-of-a-kind atmosphere it really it really um, is like when, when people say that it's usually like ah, oh, it's just the, it's the same thing as the next thing this is not this this gym is is definitely the community i mean i've been in, in a lot of gyms uh all over kansas city all over every every new city i go to and it's by far got the best atmosphere uh, i mean it's 24 7 gym which is awesome i mean every every machine you could ask for yeah. Uh, I mean, awesome. equipment, but honestly, man, the people, people, you know, our, our staff is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, we're, we're a family, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, we truly love it. Like when people join the gym, we say, welcome to the family, not welcome to the gym. Yeah. Um, and that's what we want. We want to be, you know, we want Chick-fil-A's customer service, but fitness related, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And it, while it's a, a bodybuilding style gym, it's, it's fit for everybody. And I got to mm-hmm. say, you know, compared to other bodybuilding style gyms, there's no egos in there. Everybody wants to see everybody succeed and there's no um, negative competition or negative yeah. egos that, that are, are parading around the gym. Like you see at a lot of other gyms. hundred percent. Except for when Marcus is shirtless. Yes. Except and for making, that. Make, and making his real stepping on his t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I generally was, try to do that early morning. No, that was good, man. I like that. At first I was like, wow, he really screwed up that transition because he dropped it and nothing happened. And then I was like, ah, Okay, I got it. Oh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, everybody, happy Saturday. We yeah, appreciate happy you guys. Saturday. Go Colts, and uh, Go we'll Chiefs. talk soon, guys. Yeah, yeah. This is one of hopefully a lot of podcasts. That we'll do yeah, it. we want to start yeah. dropping these weekly, so yep. you guys be on the lookout. We got a whole. Uh, I think we've written down like forty episodes. 
that we want to go over. Um, you know, eventually we'll have guests and stuff on. Um, but if you guys have questions, topics you want covered, you know, feel free to let us know. Yeah, please do, guys. All right, man. Awesome. Well, have All a right, good broski. weekend. I'll see you tomorrow, brother. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow, man. Bye.